Fancy seeing you here. I'm your host, Allie Ray, a serial entrepreneur and mom who loves building brands and raising babies. This is a podcast about being on brand and in season in every facet of your life. Each week, we dive into topics around business and brand development while sprinkling some hard-earned life lessons in there too. So if you love a good brand and a good breakdown, buckle up and come along with me as I sort of seamlessly switch between major life roles in an attempt to fulfill all the life dreams of a type A Enneagram 3 millennial small business owner who wants to help other entrepreneurs and raise good humans. This is The Allie Ray Haney Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first full episode of the Allie Ray Haney Show. I'm your host, Allie Ray, and I'm so excited to be recording, albeit a little nervous, but uh, we're going to do it anyway. As you heard in the intro, this podcast is all about branding, but believe it or not, I didn't go to school to be a brand developer or a marketer or a business owner. I'm an English teacher by trade, and... um, I feel like this is weird because I'm using air quotes and you can't see me, but once I realized that the traditional classroom wasn't for me, I packed up my school supplies and started a photography business with zero background in photography or business. Yeah. I learned a lot of lessons along the way, including how to pivot an entire business and brand to make it fit my lifestyle. Um, my business has seen so many iterations from wedding photographer to online educator, to branding photographer, to wedding venue owner for a very brief time before finally settling my business into its current state of brand development and photography. My love for working with small business owners is what's keeping me going on a daily basis. I just, I love helping others to build the business and brand of their dreams that serves their lives, serves their families, serves their dreams, and and it really is irreplaceable and, and such an honor. It's really my goal for this podcast for me to feel like your business best friend who's going to give you the hard truths while still picking you up and cheering you on. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart, and if you've made it here, then I want to be your friend and I want to be your cheerleader because I am honoring the season of life that I am currently in as a mom of three young children, juggling a few businesses and an impending move. I just really want to keep it real with you guys. I would absolutely love to be able to commit to a weekly podcast routine, but that is just not feasible right now. Or, well, maybe maybe it is feasible, but certainly not desirable to me in this season. So with that being said, I have decided to release the Allie Ray Haney show in seasons. Each season will be eight episodes. Most of those episodes will be directly related to branding, but I am known to trail off on topics when inspiration hits. So yeah, between each season though, I do plan on having a break of five weeks before we pick back up with the next season. I hope you guys understand and hey, they say anticipation is everything, right? So anyway, rest assured, however, you will be hearing from me, even if there is a break in the seasons. Okay. Now on to the branding stuff. So I call myself a brand developer, but what the heck does that even mean? What that means is I take small business owners, brands, 
And then I ask them their goals about how they want to grow their business. And I then create a consistent brand across all client touch points, both online and in person in order to help them achieve their business goals. Okay. So let's be clear. A business and a brand are not the same things. A business is the product or service that you sell. And branding is how your potential and current clients or customers feel about your business. Okay. Second clarification, branding and marketing are also not the same things. Marketing is the action you take to sell your product or service. Marketing is the action you take to sell your product or service. It's letting people know that your product or service exists, what it does and how it can serve them. Branding, on the other hand, like I mentioned before, is how the potential and current customers feel about your business. Those often get confused because with marketing, you are trying to get clients to feel something, to feel some type of way about your product or service, but the something that they feel is because of your branding. And I know that these are splitting hairs a little bit, but this all leads me to my next point. Branding feels so intangible and that's why people stumble upon it and feel like they can't really approach it or make it their own. So why does it feel intangible? Well, well, because I mean, it is, it's a lot of different factors that, that come together that create your brand. Many of us solopreneurs, we, we start our businesses and we have this checklist in front of us. Okay. I need to choose a business structure. Check. I need to apply for an EIN. Check. I need to set up my website. Check. I need branding like a logo and a color palette. Check. But usually the branding often stops there. And why is that? Well, because a logo and a color palette and typography, that is all technical branding. It's easy to check off a list because it's tangible. You can see it on a screen or on a business card and don't get me wrong. I absolutely think technical branding is important, but the companies that you can't get enough of the ones that grab your attention, but you don't know exactly why the ones that you're willing to pay a premium for those businesses, they don't stop their branding at a logo and a color palette. They push way deeper past the surface level stuff. Building a brand boils down to being liked, known, and ultimately trusted by your clients and customers. But let's first focus on being known. Have you heard the statistic about how a potential customer needs to encounter a brand seven or more times before purchasing from them? Now, let me ask you this. What if a potential customer has encountered your brand seven times, but doesn't realize it's the same brand? That means you've been putting in a whole lot of work into marketing your business, but the brand isn't consistent enough to land the sale because they don't know it's you. Consistency while building a brand is so important to top line sales. In fact, it could increase them by 33%. Yes, you could be missing out on a third of your sales because people don't know your business is your business. Fix all of this confusion by creating a consistent and cohesive brand across all client touch points using the brand strategy framework mini course. This is where we'll walk through all the foundations of a solid brand, then audit your existing brand to finally implement the changes that need to be made in order to get you the brand you want and deserve. 
This DIY style course is perfect for the entrepreneur who's working on a budget but knows that something within their business doesn't quite hit right. Head to the Brand Strategy Framework course link in the show notes to take the next step in your brand's journey. Let's talk about three different concepts that often feel intangible within the branding world, but it will take your branding to the next level if you can master these. And I'm also going to try and break them down to actual action items that you can enact within your business and your brand. Okay, first, and don't come at me, is defining your ideal client or audience. Okay, seriously, before you sign off right there, because you feel like you've heard this a thousand times, just hang with me for the next couple of minutes, because I promise to try and deliver you something that you haven't heard before and amidst like a very saturated topic. Okay, let's dive in. I want you to answer these questions about your ideal audience. What does their everyday life look like? Like put yourself in their shoes. You may have done this exercise before where you're asked where they shop, what they do in their free time. And and that's not bad information to have per se, but it actually is a bunch of small pieces that fit together into a bigger picture. So take it back for a second and think about your own life. Do you consciously say, I go hiking as a pastime, or do you just go hiking because it makes you feel free and adventurous and you like doing it? Probably the latter. And to me, the words free and adventurous are far more valuable to latch onto in terms of branding than the actual act of hiking. Let me keep going. All right. So like walk through an average day in the life of your ideal client. And as you do that, what nagging problems do they have? What question is surfacing in their mind on an everyday basis? What like to-do list item is continuously getting pushed to the bottom of their to-do list? Once we have that, let's then look at the symptoms of that problem or those problems. Are they feeling stressed? Are they feeling overwhelmed because they can't complete that to-do list item because more immediate fires pop up that need to be put out? Like often feelings are attached to problems and we want to take that negative feeling away from them and replace it with a solution and thus a happy feeling, right? Feeling Branding and feeling go hand in hand. Finally, where will they be looking for the solution to either fix the problem or alleviate the symptoms of their problem? We want to know where your ideal audience hangs out because that is where and how we will access them. For the sake of being thorough, I'm going to dive in and give an example using a previous business of mine that I'll run through like each of these elements. I used to have a wedding photography business, like I mentioned before, and I'm going to perform like this series of questions on this business to identify its ideal client. So first we're going to jump into their everyday life. Remember I was a wedding photographer, so I was marketing primarily towards brides and that bride's everyday life looked like a trip to Orange Theory Fitness early in the morning to get some serotonin flowing before taking a quick shower, possibly listening to a podcast or her favorite Spotify mix. And then she hops out, eats quick breakfast, makes some coffee before heading out to work. Fridays, she likes to treat herself to grabbing a coffee and a pastry on her way to work. And work likely looks like a job where she's in service to others, maybe like a teacher or someone in the healthcare industry. 
She spends most of the day pouring into others and often feeling unseen, undervalued, but still somehow feels like she's living in her purpose and where she's supposed to be. During her lunch break and directly after work, she's planning her dream wedding where she can finally be the star of the show. While still being practical, she's willing to splurge on certain things, both for her wedding and within her everyday life, like her Friday coffee and pastry. In her free time, she enjoys collecting experiences instead of material things. So she and her fiance like to visit local wineries. They enjoy going to live music with the occasional bigger travel trip in there. She also loves spending time with her immediate family and her fiance's immediate family because she realizes that they are an integral part of who each of them have grown to be and part of the reason why she and her fiance are such a great match. Like this legacy is important to her. She also has three to four really close friends that she speaks to on a weekly, if not daily basis. And at night before bed, she checks her email and does her final social media scroll. The problem that she's trying to solve is the next thing that we're going to dive into. She's trying to be practical while also finding a way to justify splurging on her big day. She acknowledges that the wedding is just one day, but also wants to cherish the fact that her marriage will last a lifetime and her wedding day is just the start to that lifetime story or legacy. Next is the symptoms of that problem. And those symptoms could be guilt for taking the spotlight or demanding certain things for her wedding day. She needs to feel confident in the decision and her photographer to be able to justify it in her mind and in the mind of anyone else that might be making financial decisions in regards to her wedding. This confidence will come from knowing more about the photographer than just the technical talent behind the lens. She wants to really feel like she knows her vendors on a personal level. And finally, where will she be looking for the solution to her problem? And that will likely be on Google and or Instagram because she's a millennial or very early Gen Z and that's where she scrolls. This tells me where I need to focus my marketing efforts, which is SEO and content creation. Wrapping up defining ideal audience, I hope that was a little bit more clarifying than just being like, where do they shop? <laughs> okay, but now that we know who we are talking to and where we're going to encounter them, Let's dive into the second intangible concept of branding, which is your UVP or your unique value proposition. This also is sometimes referred to as a USP or unique sales proposition, but for the sake of this episode and for the podcast, I'm going to use UVP. That's just a really fancy way of saying what makes you different than the next person, the next business, or the next brand selling a comparable product or service to yours. So a UVP is a concise and clear statement that communicates distinct benefits, advantages, and value that a product or service offers to its target audience. I'm going to say that one more time because that's a mouthful. A UVP is a concise and clear statement that communicates distinct benefits, advantages, and value that a product or service offers to its target audience. It is imperative that you know what your UVP is. Otherwise, your message, your business, your brand will blend in with your competitors' message, business, and brand. And we do not want that at all. If you're a product-based business owner, the UVP will often lie within the product that you 
sell, but it can also lie within the service or, or experience that you deliver when you're fulfilling the delivery of that product. If you're a service-based business owner, on the other hand, your UVP may be part of your client experience. It may be in the service itself, but regardless of your business or what you sell, you have to know your UVP in order to stand out from the crowd. We want to attract your ideal client, but we also want to repel those that are not a good fit. So defining your UVP and shouting it from the rooftops is a great way to do that. First, we have defined an ideal audience. Second, we have defined your UVP. And finally, the third intangible brand concept that we're going to cover is brand messaging. There's a lot of intuition sprinkled into this part of branding. So let me break it down into some like actionable steps, which I believe will make it a little bit more manageable. First, let's determine what your ideal client's frustrations are. And these will come directly from that audience exercise that we did before. I want you to pull those frustrations out and boil them down to like two to three key phrases. So for the sake of consistency, let's just go with my um, previous wedding photography business example. The primary frustration of that client were one, they wanted to get the best value for their investment. Two, they wanted to ensure that the images from their wedding day would be timeless and have the ability to become an heirloom that documents the start of their legacy. And third, they wanted to be seen and heard throughout the process. All right, next, once we have defined those frustrations, we then want to find a way to solve those that are in line with our brand values. My values for the wedding photography business spoke directly to all of those concerns. Those values were service, professionalism, and efficiency. So service primarily, that covered all of those frustrations. I made a commitment to go above and beyond to provide service to all of my clients in terms of communication, anticipating their needs, and being efficient with gallery delivery after their wedding days. My professionalism instilled confidence in them that I would be able to aptly deliver the images that would document their legacy for future generations, which is what they wanted. And finally, I provided a timeline that very clearly displayed that the images they wanted to be a priority on their wedding day would absolutely be accounted for within that wedding day timeline. So we define their primary frustrations, we figured out a way to solve them that are in line with our brand values, Finally, I want you to determine a brand vocabulary of words that can be used repetitively throughout your messaging. And I'm, I'm not joking. I want you to sit down and write words and or phrases that you want to repeat throughout any copy that you write for your business. Let me give you an example so this doesn't sound quite so crazy. One of the words that I made it a point to always use for Ali Ray Haney photography when I was doing wedding photography was image instead of photo or picture. It just felt more sophisticated and timeless. I also used legacy instead of story. I used heirloom instead of detail. So these sound like really small kind of insignificant tweaks, but take a second and think of the words image, legacy, and heirloom. Think about those used consistently instead of photo, story, and detail. Image, legacy, heirloom. 
photo, story, detail. It just evokes a different feeling. And remember, branding always, always, always goes back to how you're making your potential and current clients feel. Remember that ad I just read about brand consistency and all that? Then told you about a DIY course you could purchase to create that consistency? Great. Well, in case DIY isn't your vibe, I have something else for you. The brand analysis service is offered by yours truly and is the execution of a comprehensive brand audit that results in a polished marketing plan that will result in a consistent brand across all client touch points, both online and in person. This audit covers all your social media, your website, your email marketing funnels, your in-person experience if you have one. Anywhere your client will encounter your brand, I will discover it and I will give you the tools to make it consistent. Oftentimes, as new business owners, our to-do lists are overwhelming and we go for the easiest and quickest ways to get tasks completed, which results in a disjointed brand that sends confusing messaging. If you're ready for a clear and consistent brand that permeates through every other facet of your business, the brand analysis service is perfect for you. To chat more about working together, visit www.allyrayhaney.com contact to schedule your consult call today. All right, now back to the episode. So this messaging that we're talking about can be done through any type of copy that you might write for your business. It could be social media captions, TikTok videos, blog posts, website copy, email templates, like literally any time a potential customer might encounter copy for your business, you want to be consistent in your messaging. So now that we have your ideal client or the audience that you're attracting, We also have your UVP, what makes you different than everyone else doing the same thing you're doing. And we also have your messaging and vocabulary written down. All right, now I am here to tell you that your brand is not a one and done type of deal. Your branding, all of these pieces that we just talked about and more, they're the blood that's running through the entire body of your business. It's touching every major organ of your business and it's keeping it alive. But what's more is that you have to stay consistent with this branding. You can't set it and forget it. It it has to be an active part of your business in order for it to be an effective part of your business. You can't say your UVP once and expect everyone to know what differentiates you. You can't just decide to switch up the messaging you're using because then there's just going to be something that just like feels just a little bit off to your audience. Each part of your branding is going to affect your business as it comes together as a whole. The caveat to this is that consistency is key. If you've heard about that like, know, and trust factor, consistency is what gets your ideal client to like, know, and trust you. When you're showing up consistently, you will start to feel familiar to them. There's this statistic that's floating around that says like a potential client or customer has to interact with your brand seven or more times before they buy from you. So please, please, please do not just say your UVP once. Do not just tell your story once. Do not just make a point once and expect your whole audience to see it, digest it and act on it. They need to encounter it time and time again in order to take just that first step to interact with the brand. Finally, regardless of whether you've been in business for a year or for 10 years, your brand should be seen as a living document almost. And and what I mean by that is 
you should constantly be updating your branding as you learn more about your ideal client or if you pivot your service or product offering or if your ideal client changes altogether there are subtle changes that can be made that have large large impacts so don't feel like you're stuck with a brand that doesn't feel quite right and also don't feel the pressure to do a complete overhaul and rebrand that's another buzzword that i'm just like i'm not gonna get started on this episode but small tweaks can go a long way especially when they're done slowly and methodically as we wind down the very first episode of the ali ray haney show i want to recap really quickly so first it's okay if you feel like branding is intangible because it it kind of is Aside from the logo and the color palette that feels very technical and tangible, branding is the lifeblood that runs throughout your business and affects every single part of it. Let's talk about the main three things that I think you should have in order to start breaking down the intangibility of branding to be able to actually create a consistent brand within your business. First, I want you to define your ideal audience. Second, I want you to tell me what your UVP is or your unique value proposition. What makes you different than everyone else? And third, I want you to nail your brand messaging. And you can start doing this by defining a brand vocabulary that you use throughout your copy anytime a client will interact with your business. I really, really, really hope you all gleaned something beneficial from this time together and can actually use it to make your brand one that is irresistible to your ideal client. Thanks for supporting me on this podcast adventure. This completes the first episode of the Allie Ray Haney show. Cheers, everybody. As my son would say, did it. You just completed another episode of the Allie Ray Haney show. If you found this helpful, please rate review and subscribe to help others find this show. And so you never miss an episode. Take a look at the show notes for all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Let's continue the conversation over in my private Facebook group, The Allie Ray Haney Show Insiders. See you next Wednesday. And as always, I'm here cheering you on as you build your dream brand and business.